BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. This is the 15-Minute Morning Show podcast. we got a full house. We've got Gandhi. We've got Scary. There's Danielle and Scotty B. Oh, what are you eating, Straight Nate? Icelandic provisions, blackberry and boysenberry yogurt. Oh, oh, look at you yes. making it real over there. Garrett's here and our special guest, our diamond. Hi, diamond. Yeah. Dairy. Hi. I always love to see you as Nate eats dairy from yeah. across the room. I love my dairy. So why, why are you joining us today, diamond? Other than the fact you're always welcome to be with us. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I heard that people had some things to say about the fact that I took my grandmother on a job interview with me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We were talking about this earlier about Gen Zers. We're hearing from employers. Gen Zers are bringing their parents to their interviews, not only to drop them off as in tra- transportation, but to bring them into the interview. And you did this? I Yeah, yeah. It, uh, okay. To the so, actual physical so, interview. Yes, but it wasn't on purpose. Okay. So. What was the job? Okay. It was. Uh, it was while I was still in St. John's. I was interviewing to be a student worker in the TV center. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. 
So, if you Tuberculosis? know me. Tuberculosis? <laughs> TV. If you know me, you know that. She, she was going to run the iron lung out of us. <laughs> my grandmother and I are really, really close. So, Aww. one day, I, I don't know how this happened. It's just very weird in my head. I don't know what I was thinking, what she was thinking, whatever. So, I knew that I had to drive to campus and she was going to be home alone. So, I was like, hey, you want to go for the ride? And so, she's like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, we get to the campus and for some reason I thought I could sit her down in the food court area of a specific building and Marillac Hall Marillac yes <laughs> so apparently they had had an uh, an event and there was there were no seats in the entire food court area so I was like okay like I'll take you upstairs with me and you can sit in a random classroom not a big deal we get upstairs and the classrooms are empty, like empty. And so I'm like thinking to myself, what am I gonna do? Because now I'm around the corner from where I'm about to be interviewed. And the guy just so happens to walk in the hallway and he sees us standing there. He's like, are you Diamond? I'm like, yeah, listen, before we start, <laughs> do you have a chair for my grandmother? He goes, <laughs> He's like, Excuse me? I was like, yeah, I, listen, long story. I don't know what's going on, but I need a chair. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. He introduces himself to my grandmother. She's like, hey, hi, whatever. <laughs> um, we do the interview. Of course I get the job because, I mean, come on. <laughs> and um, <laughs> months later, he's like, you know, like in a room full of people. He's like, yeah, you know, Diamond brought her grandmother on, her, on our interview. And I mean, I loved it. I loved it. It showed me that she was really nice to people. Like, she brought her grandmother. She cares about old people. Boom! There we go. <laughs> All right. So nothing to be embarrassed about, taking your grandmother with you. Uh, well, when you guys brought it up on the show today, I was like, yikes, I did that. But I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think it was anything well, wrong that it would happen. You're very clear with it. You were very yeah. specific about why it happened. It right, wasn't you like you didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, you didn't bring yeah. her because you needed her there. Right. No, Did but you? it was cute. That's my little bestie. Yeah. I gotta say, that's a power move on, on Diamond's part. Like, okay, so she didn't participate in the interview, but your grandmother, sweet old woman, oh my God, who's not going to get that job? I Seriously. <laughs> Listen, hey, your trick, your, your little trick in your pocket. It worked. A sweet old Southern lady who will make you like sweet tea. Are you kidding me? <laughs> And we talk well, about it all the time. She that is definitely a different story than what we were talking about. Earlier. I would assume that I could think. backfire. Like you have the overbearing grandma who's like, you take care of my darling and give him a job. And like that, I mean, that would be a <laughs> What problem. kind of accent was that? What? <laughs> what kind of accent was that? <laughs> that was my grandma. Oh, okay. Diamond's grandma is not Italian. Wait, will all. you do more of well, your Well, neither grandma? is Scotty's. <laughs> no. Oh no, that was old Jewish grandma. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. my, my friend's mom came with her to all of her sorority meetings. No. So this was in college. So the mom did not want her to join a sorority. She insisted anyway. She was one of those moms who was very old school. She would sit outside of the sorority meeting, wait for her to come out, and drive her back home. So she would never be able to go out with her sorority friends or anything. How embarrassing is that to, know, to her? I know. It was, it, was, wow. it was tough. But let me tell you, she was a great kid because anybody else would have been rebelling. She never rebelled. She was so good. It's crazy. Crazy. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Would you do that with know. one of your kids? No. Are you crazy? Just ask him. What if he asked? If he asked me to come with him? Yeah. Why would he ask me to come with me? Uh, we're, we're just playing hypothetical and goes, Mom, come with me. I would say no. I would say you need to do this Please. on your own. This is something you're right. you need you're to right. do. You're right. Wow. That's exactly what you would do. Yeah, of course. No. I don't <laughs> would you? That. 
If they ask. Would you beat up a kid who was picking on your kid? Well, I've had to have words with kids before. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> That's one of the I'm going to see those I... videos. <laughs> yeah. I've never hit them. I just had words. Okay. <laughs> That's all. I just, I always I think, you know, Elvis them. is like, let's have a kid. And I think, hmm, I think I would beat yeah. up little kids. <laughs> yeah. I, would, uh, it, it was, I remember once in like one of those bounce places, you know, like a bounce you type of a yeah. place. And it was a birthday party. And these kids were being nasty to one of my kids. And I walked over to the kid and I said, listen to me. I'm going to get your mother in about five seconds. Wow. If I see you touch my kid again, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. And then it happened to Macy's as well. A kid was being nasty to my kid, and I walked over and said something. I said, I'm going to about five seconds. Have you ever had a parent tell you to mind your business? No. Because no. here's the problem. These incidents were when parents weren't paying any attention mm. to what their children were doing. So I went over and threatened the child that I would bring their parents <laughs> over. I love it. And, you know, it stops because they don't want their parents to know what they're doing. See, yeah. I feel like you can kind of get away with it, too, because you're, you're short like me. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't look like this big, imposing person threatening <laughs> right. a child, but you can still threaten a child. Right. Like, listen, I swear to God, I, I will to God. pick you up off your feet. Mm -hmm. This is going to be my bad. God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I was a kid, there was one guy <laughs> yelling at my dad because I was... We were at a football game, whatever, and I was standing up, and I was in his way. I don't know. Tell your kid to sit the fuck down. I'm like, my dad whipped his head around and looked at him like, you fuck. <laughs> and, and I was a kid, but I knew, I knew that, you know, pressure was building. Oh, man. And I knew something was about to happen. Well, luckily, it was all diffused, and they were yeah, friends, and they were the friends. parents in the room, do you know when your kid is being an asshole and, like, I would hope so. No, I mean, has your kid ever been an asshole? Of course. Mostly in the confines of your own house. Yes, as outside. long as they do it at home, it's okay. I'd rather you be an asshole at home than an asshole outside of the exactly. house. Exactly. Right. That's how my kids right. are. And you know what? Let me tell you something. The first boy to break one of my daughter's hearts, there's going to be words. Of course. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I, <laughs> how dare you? You don't do that to my daughter. So you're going to say, how Aww. dare you? Yeah. Aw. Aw, daddy. I mean, I've never been there before, but it's, something's going to happen gonna happen I tell all my my friends that have daughters I want to act out that scene in Bad Boys where Martin Lawrence and Will Smith come to the door for for a first date and they're the, uh, the guys picking up Martin Lawrence's daughter and they're like you ever been to jail <laughs> you ever make love to a man and, and like really scare scare the kid like shitless like uh, Scotty I'll do that with you please baseball bats everything oh jeez <laughs> just intimidating nice. Gunny this is why we cannot be parents <laughs> I don't need Martin Lawrence. I will just show up and scare them myself. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm that parent, I would be that parent who would board a bus if people were ch picking on my kid. I'd just be like, nope. Not today. You would, though. But <laughs> Not I mean, today. Well, you said you when I was a that. kid. Wait, what? Your mother beat someone up on your bus? No, no. no. Uh, <laughs> an adult came onto the bus that we were on and started screaming at this kid in the back. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Did that kid deserve it? Well, yeah, because he, he took his dinger out and, and waved it around oh. in the back oh, of the bus at the guy. Wait, were you that kid's <laughs> name? No. That kid's name? Scotty B. No, no, no. I would never do that. But there was one kid on the bus that would always like, take either his butt or his penis out and wave it around at the cars behind us. And one of, at one of the parents came running, like banged on the door of the bus and the bus driver's like okay and just open the door to this raging parent oh my and the gosh. guy came to the back of the bus and almost beat the shit out of this kid i couldn't believe it no cameras on the bus at that time no wow. please there was barely brakes on those buses <laughs> <laughs> how seatbelts looking seatbelts yeah. no i mean you know what when i was a kid they had them dangling but nobody ever used no them and i still them. don't think you have to no no I used to hear know, that you shouldn't have a seatbelt in the back seat because it's more dangerous to wear a seatbelt in the back seat. That's what they used to tell us when we were kids. Because it's so bumpy? So I never had my seatbelt on in the back but, seat when I was a kid. Did you break your pelvis? 
I, I, that's what I heard. That uh, it would break your pelvis. I know, but wouldn't you, if you hit like a tree, wouldn't you fly through the front of the yeah. car? I, I don't know. <laughs> Especially if you're riding bitch, you know, like yes. right through the middle. <laughs> that scares me. Yeah. I told you that I used to sit in a little compartment with my bus driver when I was in fourth grade. Oh, God. What compartment? What? Like, you know, walking the special the young boy compartment. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So the bus driver is driving. You Have a seat, Scotty. You let your legs dangle over the side. No, yeah, I, like used to, I used to curl up like this. And okay. I would sit in this little compartment to the left of the bus driver. Uh-huh. And he used to let me flick the emergency I'm lights sure on. I'm sure he did. Oh, he boy. That. Yeah. <laughs> Between that and, and the guy that gave you the hair, yeah, the, your, the guy, your barber that brought you into that special room, yeah, too. All I mean. stages of my life, it's been great. <laughs> and they continue. Yeah. We had a pedophile well, yeah. on our bus. Jesus! Wow! Wait, 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 what a transition! <laughs> Holy fuck! Wow. Where, where did this come from? We had a pedophile on our we, bus. Erie didn't what? have. Oh my god! Erie didn't have school buses, right? So if you lived a certain distance from school, you got a city bus pass, and so we would take the number six bus home, and there was this guy that would be wearing a camouflage jacket and he'd be oh, trying boy. to talk to me and my brothers uh-huh. and oh. and like he'd be like you know I'm a policeman oh. <laughs> and then we just were like Fuck, this guy's a full of shit wanna see my revolver <laughs> <laughs> he's full of shit and then like we stayed on the bus one day to see where he got off he got off at the Vandy Camp's fish stick factory Ooh. this guy's full of shit <laughs> he's, he's, he's pretending to be a cop oh, and he's working at the fish my. stick factory ha- and you- then one day he magically wasn't on the bus anymore oh yeah so. magically oh, yeah, yeah. Have well, you guys ever been approached by somebody like for something like that? Like I was walking to church, going to my girlfriend's house, meeting her for church, and a guy pulled up beside me in a medical oh mask no. with his mm, in his hand, <gasps> and he said, "Come here, come here." And I was like, "What the?" And then he said, "If you don't come in the car, I'm coming out of the car to get you." Holy and I shit! Ran to the little bodega on the corner, oh my God. went in there, was hysterically crying, called my girlfriend. Her mother came and picked me up. It was so. Thank scary. God you were smart enough to run. Like I know. Hell. I know. It was. It was. Yeah. It was not good. It was not good. Ew. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Gotta be careful. See, even but when I grow up, it wasn't it was dangerous. Wow. Back in the old days. <laughs> now back to Nate's story. So this guy, <laughs> he worked at a fish dick factory. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh, Why he was wearing the trench fish. Yeah. Dick. Whatever happened to Vandy Camps? I love them. Oh, yeah. Is that still around, Vandy? It was a blue box. It was a blue box. Yeah, know? that guy <laughs> shut it down. They had, to, they had to shut it down because of the pedo problem. <laughs> Do you have a yellow raincoat? <laughs> oh, my God. I just like to, out of nowhere, here's Nate. Well, we had a pedophile on our bus. <laughs> Listen. Oh, let's listen to your pedophile on the bus story. No offense to buses, I feel like pedophiles are always on buses. I'm just saying. Well, okay. Not offensive to a bus. Our high school had this one guy who was very friendly with the football team. And apparently, I don't know, there were pictures involved and all sorts of things. Was his name Elvis? No. Scotty. Really? Wow. I'm sorry. He's over there crying for so long. Someone's going to have a talking to Should I not come in tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Or ever again. No, but I just, I have a feeling, and after having this conversation with other friends, it's like every school had one creepy guy. Oh, yeah. 
that did that. Yeah. And also the teacher that ended up like two years after someone graduated dating someone who was yeah. in their class. Oh, Mr. King. That. Yep, Mr. Baker. Remember him. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> wow. We, uh, I went to an all-boys Catholic high school, and two years after we graduated, one priest uh, denounced his priesthood and ended up marrying one of my friend's moms. Wow, well, I could see that. Yeah. That almost seems legit in yeah. a way compared but, to what we're talking about. But you don't—you you, you, you never go down moms. a different path. That's okay. Well, I'm sorry they're not pedophile, but I mean, we're <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> done. <laughs> this took you're such the, a turn. You're the one that turned the turned <laughs> yeah, the corner you, for you, us. Yeah, nice work right off the road. Tunes is over there. All right, well let's end this mess. Bye. 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 Good luck and God bless. The 15-Minute Morning Show. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Thank you.